The New York Mets may have signed the top catcher available in international free agency on Monday with the period beginning where players were allowed to sign. They also landed a Vladimir Guerrero Jr. We'll talk about all of your international free agency news on today's edition of Locked On Mets. You are Locked On Mets, your daily New York Mets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello to all you uh, amazing Mets fans. You're listening to Locked On Mets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Mets your first listen every day. Locked On Mets is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. The window to sign international free agents opened up on Monday, and the Mets signed a really good catching prospect, Giovanni Rodriguez. I'll discuss him in the first segment, where he now stacks up among the Mets' top-catching prospects. And then in the second segment, we'll get into some of the other top 100 international prospects of this class that the Mets signed, go through some of the notable names. And then in the final segment, we'll discuss the biggest name because of that name factor, Vladdy Miguel Guerrero, who the Mets have now officially assigned as well. We'll discuss all of it before we do. I'm your host, Ryan Finkelstein. If you want to find any of my work, follow me on X at FinkelsteinRyan. Let's find some of my writing at JustBaseball.com, where I work as the managing editor. Today's episode is brought to you by Jays Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jays case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at JaysMedical.com. Use the code LOCKEDON to get $20 off your order. Monday was the day where international free agency opened up. The Mets were allowed to officially sign all these international free agents that they had been scouting for some time that they've been developing relationships with, all of that hard work that takes place for months on months on months, in some cases years, comes to fruition and guys sign to be part of the Mets organization. So it's a really big day. And it's a day that's really strange because you hear the names, you you read them, you look through the list, and then you're going to forget about them for three years. Okay, some of these guys you might keep a little bit more tabs on than others, and we'll be discussing those names today. But realistically, until these guys actually get to you know Port St. Lucie and Low A or Brooklyn and High A, start playing in those you know big you know, leagues with with the, the top competition once they get past the Dominican leagues and everything else. That is where you get to a point where all of a sudden these guys really become top prospects and, and the focus is on them. But this is a time where you talk about signing bonuses and talk about guys that are supposed to be the next wave of prospect for the Mets, guys that will hopefully have a very bright future. And when a player gets a signing bonus of nearly $3 million, you take notice. And that's what happened for Giovanni Rodriguez. This is the best catcher in this class, according to Baseball America. So the Mets are getting a really good one here for a lot of money, but right in line with what they paid Francisco Alvarez back in 2018 when he got a $2.7 million signing bonus. And a very similar prospect. Like Alvarez, Rodriguez is a catcher. Like Alvarez, Rodriguez is 17 years old, and he is from Venezuela. So a lot of overlap there. When it comes to the profile that Rodriguez brings, it's mostly a big, big arm and the hope for 
you know, above average bat. Here's what Baseball America writes about him. They had a great feature out. If you're not a subscriber um, to Baseball America, I do encourage you if you're into pro- prospects uh, to, to subscribe. They have their top 100 list of the international free agents, and they ranked Rodriguez fifth on that list. Okay. Um, so here's what they say. For some scouts, Rodriguez is the top catcher available to sign in 2024 and on par with elite catchers who have come out of Venezuela in recent years. He's a true catcher who draws stronger views for his defense. He has soft hands, a plus arm with a short release, and makes accurate throws, cutting his pop times under 1.9 seconds in games on his best throws. Now, for context, that's JT Real Muto stuff. That's as good of an arm as you're going to find behind the plate. Rodriguez has a strong frame, they say, with a good bat speed and the power to leave the yard now with the chance to develop into a 20-plus home run threat. Scouts highest on Rodriguez felt he was an advanced hitter for his age as well, showing strong strike zone judgment with good barrel accuracy to help him tap into that power in games. All of that scouting information is great to read. This guy is highly touted. We need to see him in games, and we need to see his minor league career progress before we can say that he is suddenly the best catching prospect in the Mets organization. But I will say he's on the short list already. Just based on that signing bonus alone, the track record now with, with really good catchers coming out of Venezuela, and uh, you know that commitment that the Mets made at him, really, as well as what the, the top scouts are saying about him, you can start to dream on Giovanni Rodriguez. Not that he's going to be part of any Mets club until 2028, but you know this is a really good prospect the Mets signed. If you were to look at the Mets' top catching prospects right now, because I did want to have this conversation about where he stacks up among guys that have some name recognition in this system. I think he's probably third right now. Alvarez just graduated. So you set him aside into a different bucket, although he still feels like a prospect because it's, he's still young still. It's just one big league season, but hey, he's holding down that catcher position for years. Who's the next guy? Kevin Parada is the top catching prospect in this system. MLB pipeline has him at number five right now in the system. I'm not as high on Kevin Parada because he didn't have a great year. There's always been concern ever since he got drafted in the first round about whether he could hang as a catcher long-term. So if he ends up being a DH first base type, that's really going to mitigate his value as a prospect. For now, as a guy that's going to be the starting catcher in AA this year, yeah, he's the best catching prospect in this system. He's got a bat that if it gets back to what he did in college and there was injuries and other reasons to explain his lack of performance this year, yeah, there is still some hope that Parada can be a plus hitter who can maybe get close to a league average catcher. And then, you know, best case scenario in 2025, 2026, here's a guy who can get some DH at bats for you and be your backup catcher. Kind of similar to what we saw Mitch Garver do for the Rangers this past year. Granted, Garver is a guy that's just injury concerns that led him out of catching and more to a DH role, but just sort of that type of a DH primarily, but catcher guy like that could be Parada catcher guy. That's a weird way to describe him. Regardless, that's my thoughts on Parada, okay? So I'm a lot more excited to learn about what Giovanni Rodriguez could be just because of that potential to be an above-average defender. But again, we're far away from saying he's the best catching prospect in the system. The guy that honestly, like for my money, I, I see having the most value as a catcher. Because remember, for Parada, I'm concerned about the defense. Right now, it's Ronald Hernandez, the guy they traded for in the David Robertson deal, he was the second prospect in that deal. Marco Vargas got a lot of the headlines at the time, shortstop prospect. 
But Hernandez was awesome in his own right in the FCL this past year. Was great with the Marlins, great with the Mets, had an OPS over 900. He walked more than he struck out. Just really showed above-average discipline at the plate and a chance to be an above-average hitter. And he was always regarded for his defense. Another catching prospect out of Venezuela. He signed for 850K by the Marlins back in 2021. That's not chump change. Okay, That's a legitimate signing bonus for a guy that was obviously very highly regarded. And so to see him get that type of a bonus in 2021, now a couple years later have a really nice season in 2023, I do think Hernandez is a really good prospect in this system. Right now I think Pipeline has him at 20, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if this guy could break out in a major way this year and he finds himself in the Mets' top 10 by the end of the season. I really think that Ronald Hernandez has something. And again, for my money, looking at future value at the catcher position specifically, I'm not saying he's a better prospect than Parada because Parada's bat could still you know, carry him to the big leagues sooner rather than later, right? But for you know a long-term catcher, obviously you have Alvarez, but I think Hernandez is, is the guy I'm most excited about right now. Now followed up, you know, pretty quickly after here with the big signing of Giovanni Rodriguez. Anyway, that's enough for Mets catching prospects. There was other signings that were made. I'll be breaking those down in just a minute. First, though, today's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need for your vehicle, and you can level up to peak performance from superchargers to roof racks to exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your car, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay's guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay's guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Today's episode is also brought to you by Jace Medical. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, but can we talk for just a minute about being prepared for tough situations? Whether you're on extended travel, if you're bracing for a major weather event, or if you're limited by yet another supply shortage, you are covered with Jace Medical. Thanks to our partners, they offer life-saving antibiotics and a long list of daily medications that can be ordered in a one-year supply. That even includes ED generics like Cialis or Viagra. Jace Medical has the Jace case, which they pack up five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, amongst others. This stuff can happen to any of us. You want to make sure you're prepared for the unexpected. So visit jacemedical.com, complete your physician encounter. It'll be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com, use the offer code Locked On to get $20 off your next order. Let's move over to our next prospect who signed with the Mets on Monday. 
guy who's also in Baseball America's top 100. He's actually in their top 50. Edward Lantigua, who got a $950,000 signing bonus, the second most that the Mets gave out. Kid is 18 years old, born November 3rd, 2006. Man, that makes me feel old. And I know I'm probably still a little bit younger than some of my audience here at 28. So uh, that just blows my mind. Maybe it's just uh, the fact that this guy was born over a decade uh, after me and he's signed to a professional baseball contract at 18. Yeah, I'm getting up there. Regardless, let's go over the scouting report by Baseball America. Uh, says Lantigua has a rangy athletic frame with high-end strength projection. Early on, he was a skinny line drive hitter who showed good bat-to-ball skills with gap power. As he started to fill out, Lantigua started to show more power with what should be significantly more juice to come. They talk more about his uh, ability to be a center fielder, him being an above-average runner, and if the running does slow down because of his body type and being able to you know, have enough physical development with the arm as well, they think he could potentially be a right fielder. So they're looking at a kid who's right now listed at six foot three, 170 pounds, who is currently a center fielder, but maybe has some more power in the tank to move into a corner and also potentially an arm in the future that would fit a corner. Uh, looking over some of the comments that uh, the athletic got in their article about the Mets international signings from Tommy Tanus, who's a guy that's been in charge of scouting for the Mets for a very long time. When it came to Lantigua, he said that he's silky smooth. Um, he said that probably he said he has probably one of the more advanced swings that we've signed um, from the Dominican Republic. A very professional swing at a really early age. He says what we were waiting for was for a strength to come over the last few years as we have been scouting him. And boy, over the course of the last 18 months, it really came, which backs up what we just read from Baseball America, that he's starting to grow into his pop. And that's exciting, okay? Also in the article from The Athletic, they sort of uh, compare him to Alex Ramirez, a guy that you know came over with, with that hope of being a really good defensive center fielder with a lot of tools. And the hit tool hasn't really panned out for him, but the hope is that with Lantigua, there's a better chance that the hit tool will be something that he can develop and become a plus hitter. And that power gives him a little bit of something more to dream on. So those are the two prospects to most get excited about Giovanni Rodriguez and Edward Lantigua. But there was also a couple of middle infielders who got $500,000 bonuses. You have Yenzi Rivas and Leandi Maya, who again are, are both middle infielders, 17 years old, 500K. Rivas, the better defender. Mela uh, has more pop. But regardless, we'll learn about these guys as they go on. I mean, Tanner said that it's going to be fun to watch them battle and compete against each other. I think both have the chance to be really impactful players. Uh, Rivas was ranked at number 77 by Baseball America. Maya was outside of the top 100. Regardless, those are the four that the Mets signed that got really big bonuses. Um, there was another prospect that I don't have in my notes here that was also in the top 100. I might even been in the top 50 that we thought the Mets were going to sign and the deal didn't come um, official. If that happens, I'll break it down on a later show when I have his name in front of me. Um, right now, he's not a Met, so it really doesn't matter. The guy that has the biggest name recognition that they signed, though, is not one of the top you know, three or four prospects they signed based on the bonus, but his name is going to carry probably the most excitement. So we're going to close it off with one of the Vladdy Guerrero Juniors, Vladdy Miguel. The Mets have finally signed him. We discussed this on a show a couple weeks ago. 
We will you know, come full circle on it now. And I also want to talk about a big day for the Mets and the Dominican Republic when it comes to graduating a lot of players and staff members. So we'll get to all of that good stuff in just a minute. First, though, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL playoffs are in full swing, which makes this the perfect time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right on new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. It's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there's so many different ways that you can bet. You have live same-game parlays. You can find bets in the new Explore tab. You can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, which is the best way to find popular parlays. Every night, there's NBA action going on. So you can always find a popular parlay there with multiple games to choose from, multiple star players that you can bet on, whether it's the over-under on points, rebounds, assists, three-pointers made, combining that with the team result. There's a lot of fun ways that you can play over at FanDuel. And remember, you place that $5 bet, you're going to get $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Now, before we talk about the biggest name that was signed in international free agency by the Mets, I want to remind you all about our giveaway this week, a signed photo of Keith Hernandez. I think I got the package here on the floor. Yep. Here we go. We're going to give this to one of our Locked on Mets insiders this week. So this is our texting service. On Friday, you will get a text message with a picture of the signed photo of Keith Hernandez. All you have to do is reply to the text, and you are entered for a chance to win. And and I want all of you to really get a chance to see what this sort of bonus layer of Locked On Mets coverage can bring to you. I, I try to set updates every day about the show or things going on with the Mets. You can ask me questions anytime. I always try to get around to respond to all the questions I get. So I really appreciate um, all of you have already subscribed. If you want to do so now, you can find the link in the episode description. Go to subtext.com slash Locked On Mets. Now, the biggest name of this class for the Mets it's because of the name more than the prospect, although he is an exciting prospect. That is Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Yes, there is another Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I discussed him when it was first sort of announced that he was going to sign with the Mets a couple weeks back. It might have been a month ago at this point. Um, and it was part of a larger episode talking about actually international free agents. At the time, Jung-Hoo Lee, Shota Imanaga, those guys were still out there. Um, so I kind of combined the two topics, put it into a show. I spent more time on Guerrero then than I will on today's show, but the point is this guy's a lot of pop, okay? And unlike his brother for the Blue Jays, he's a left-handed hitter. Uh, he got a bonus of $117,000, so that's not nothing, but it's not the 500 k that those middle infielders got. It's not the 950 k that uh, Edward Lantigua got, and it's certainly not the $2.8 million and change there that uh, – you know, Giovanni Rodriguez got. So he's not the top prospect in this class that was just signed for the Mets. But you can be excited about the power because he comes from a pretty good bloodline when it comes to that. And the swing is no joke. I mean, if this guy barrels over baseball, he's going to hit in a long way. Um, Tommy Thanos, in that same article from Athletic, he said it was pretty simple to see as a scout, and we are we were excited. He was absolutely destroying the baseball while we were scouting him earlier in the year. Um, checked off pitch recognition and bat speed as plus skills, um, adding that he possesses raw power that shows up in games. 
especially with pitches on the inner half of the plate. Might not be able to stick in the outfield, but here's a guy that, you know, if he can hit, it doesn't matter. I mean, if he's a DH or a first baseman, uh, all you care about is if that bat becomes something special, if it becomes anything close to what his brother has been with the Blue Jays. And even though he's been inconsistent, you look year over year, you know, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. has been a productive big leaguer. And he, at his best, you know, he was an MVP candidate. So this is an exciting signing. I mean, it's exciting to see the Mets have, you know, the brothers of two of the biggest stars in the game right now between, you know, Guerrero Jr. Or I don't know what we're going to call him, right? Um, is he... Vladdy, and then the first uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. goes to just a strict Vladimir as the, the older brother and the more established guy. Does he continue to get called Vladdy? Um, and, you know, Vladdy Miguel goes by Miguel. A lot of ways that they can do it, but uh, he's going to have to make a name for himself, and he is an exciting prospect. But to have him, to also have Luis and Helicuna, his brother being, you know, MVP over in Atlanta, and now you have, you know, his kid brother, who can steal 50 bases potentially in a match uniform in a couple of years, just sort of waiting the wings to maybe the starting second baseman of the future, I think is the most likely home for him. It's exciting. It's exciting to have those big name guys. I mean, uh, it's, you know, it's just reality that fans can get more drawn to the names. They know as much as I could have spent the entire first segment as I did hyping up Giovanni Rodriguez I would say 99.9% of the audience had not heard his name until today. And I will raise my hand and say, I don't pay that much attention to the international circles until these guys are signed. I hadn't heard of Giovanni Rodriguez's name until today, but I heard about Vladdy's because he was in the news you know, weeks before because he circulated for a home run derby back in 2020. It's just name recognition. That's what it comes down to, but it's still an exciting signing nonetheless. Um, and we'll see how he progresses over the next couple of years. Now, the funny thing is the best prospect from this class is probably someone who signed for $10,000 who we don't really know about at all, who just kind of slides under the radar. And then four years from now, the top 10 prospect in the system. That's how this game works. You take your best chance at signing these big ticket prospects to the signing bonus that gets them done because you know, there's great competition with so many teams who are interested in those players. But really where you make your money is by hitting on those $10,000 guys, uh, the guys that you're able to find um, who aren't highly regarded, who are just those diamonds in the rough. And it, when your scouting department hits on those guys, that's when you really become a juggernaut of a franchise. So we'll see if the Mets can continue to improve scouting and player development. Um, they've done a good job in, in the recent years. I think they've done a lot better – at scouting than developing players, if I'm being honest. So I, th I think it's good that they're trying to continue to pour resources and they've made hires in those areas to continue to move things forward. And I hope that in the David Stearns era, the Mets do get a lot better at you know, having a farm system that can consistently supplement the big league roster. Last note before we close the show today. This weekend, the Mets held their annual graduation ceremony at their Dominican Republic Academy Carlos Mendoza made a speech. David Stearns was in attendance. Francisco Alvarez was handing out diplomas. 164 players and staffers received either a college degree, a high school diploma, or a certificate to continue their education. You go to SNY online. You can find a video talking about all this. Really just awesome stuff. It'll make you feel good to see the Mets doing some good in that community. Um, you know, Just trying to improve education. And that, that all goes back to Omar Minaya. I mean, Omar Minaya 
set up the infrastructure that the Mets have followed for the past nearly two decades now, and in particular in the Dominican Republic with their academy. So it's awesome to see how much it's grown, how much the Mets continue to pour resources there, and, and you know what it means for these guys to to be able to improve um, you know, not only their skills on the field, but you know improve you know when it comes to hitting the books, you know their education to just be more well-rounded individuals in their lives moving forward, especially for those who never end up making it in the big league. So awesome stuff from the New York Mets. Just a good day uh, where we can forget about the 2024 Mets and free agency and mock trades and signings that won't ever happen and all that stuff that we've been discussing for the last couple of months. But we'll be back to all of it tomorrow. That's the good fun of this offseason. we got about a month left here, and the Mets still have moves to make, particularly in that bullpen. Still questions about the DH spot. So much more. So we'll be back with another show tomorrow to break all of that good off-season content down. But, again, for those of you who are interested in a signed Keith Hernandez jersey, I want you to find the link for our subtext in the episode description. Become a Locked On Mets insider for your chance to win on Friday. If you're listening on the audio side, follow, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. We're trying to get to 8,000 subs. So appreciate all of you who subscribe. And beyond that, you can follow me on Twitter at Finkelstein Ryan. Follow the show at Locked On Mets. And you can check out the first ever 24-7 streaming show covering everything in the world of sports. That is Locked On Sports Today with our local hosts from each team, our league-wide experts from each league. You can find Locked On Sports Today streaming on YouTube 24-7.